0: I put I put
1: mad hashtag. <laughs> it was style. funny. That's what, that's what I'm talking about because that, that was the first thing he asked me.
0: <laughs> Is did you? Know yeah,
1: you know, like, said, All right. <laughs> he said, "Hey man, you're about it, sorry." Because you know the sponsorship that he even talked to me about.
0: And he's like, he's like, did
1: you know you search Raiders that you know guys will pop up? I was like, oh. Hmm. Well,
0: you yeah. know, like you said, organic, organic,
1: and, right? I th- that, I think it's doper because it, when we start doing this. Cause that's what he was talking about too. He's basically telling us, telling us we should go commercial. Right. I'm like, ah, here we go. <laughs> here comes the guy who wants us to go commercial. You gotta, you gotta find a way to reach the general audience too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I guess. But like, do I want to? Do I want
0: to? Do I want to reach them? <laughs> we, 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 got the, a, we got yeah. a niche. We got a niche audience here. Yeah, exactly. Do I want to reach them? Do I have to? Yeah, we're doing our thing here, you know. Yeah,
1: they'll come. and you know they're not gonna. Watch. I don't think those guys are like hard watchers, anyways. They want to, they want to hear about when the Derek Cards gonna get traded.
0: Right. You're live. Go ahead. Take us away, bro. Oh, we're live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Should've.
1: I just cussed too. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, we are back. It is. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. You guys already know what to do: Sus- hit the subscribe button, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Right? Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Right? Um, make sure you know. You leave you know you leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. You know, you guys already know what to do, and then. Follow me us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL and then at BD Williams eighteen. All right, it's draft time, guys. It's draft week. We're here. We're waiting till Friday. We're okay though. We're patient, right? We got Devonte Adams. Like, we already we got Devonte Adams on Thursday. We're good. Right. We're right? good. Yeah, yeah, we got Devonte Adams at twenty two. Pretty good draft pick. I think it's all right. I think it's. I mean, I think it will work out. I feel like uh, you know, there is better a lot of upside. Right? A lot of upside uh, on, um, you know, a lot of upside there. So, got to make sure it happens there uh, with Devontae. I, I don't know how it's going to work out uh, with that draft pick. But I, I think he, uh, at 29, and coming off the being the best har- harvester in the NFL, I think it's all right draft pick. So, we're waiting until 86. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, we
0: have to be patient. You know, with that first round pick though, Marcus. Yeah, I don't know. With that first round pick, we could have drafted a wide receiver. You know, okay. and he could he could be anything. He could even be Devontae Adams. Wait, 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 man. Devontae Adams is old, man. Wait a second.
1: <laughs> Keenan Allen's not old, but Devontae Adams is. Hold my bad. I'm sorry, man. I forgot. Keenan Allen's 30, but Devontae Adams is 30, so it's worse. Even though, you know. That's how it goes. So that's how it goes. We're here with the draft, but we got draft board for you guys today. It's gonna be uh, some some really cool stuff. We're gonna kind of take a guess. We might be wrong. You guys can let us know how terrible we are later on. If you want to, you can come back and be like, "Oh my god, you guys are awful." But you know, last year we did all right. I thought we, I thought we did okay last year, BD. We we did pretty good at
0: kind we of. We did pretty good. We did pretty we did good. All right. At, <laughs> we did I mean, some year. of them, some of them were easy. Trayvon Merrick, that was pretty easy. You I know, mean, was, you, you called Alex Leatherwood, okay. We you broke yeah. down Malcolm Coates, right? Yeah. Did we get exactly. any others? Did we get any others in there? Uh, how many others in there? Oh, oh, oh I, bro- I broke. I broke down. Like... I did. I broke down. Yeah, you broke down Leatherwood. I broke down Tyreek Gillespie. So, I mean, we were we were pretty good. We were pretty. Uh, we were pretty up there. So
1: yeah, I mean, you did all right. You did all right, man. I I, I, the, the, I,
0: I called Leatherwood the
1: Black Cold Miller, and it happened. So I feel like that was my. That was... <laughs> that was kind of like my prediction i I guess i got that one right so it worked out but you know we appreciate you guys uh being here i saw somebody ask a question how many vids you guys plan on dropping a week i want to know before i drop 9.99 a month really uh i mean we're gonna try to drop something i'm probably gonna drop something tomorrow i mean for sure for the draft i mean but the draft is thursday so when you guys get into the season i mean there's a lot of dead season coming and we're breaking down the players that are on the team yeah. at that point and we we're going to be doing that just like i did have the brian edwards and you know if you're 9.99 a month you get the full breakdown i did like every single target of brian edwards and then you know on the, on the normal one i did like uh, kind of the normal thing that we do we chop it up but on the 9.99 a month i did full breakdown every target looked at it different you know more looks at him versus uh howard right him and Howard, him and Jones. So that's the type of stuff that you're going to get. Um, like, you know, longer, lo- let's say longer types of videos, basically. Basically things just longer. Because I know some people, they don't want to see the long videos. So that's kind of what we learn from feedback. Some people don't, they don't like, they don't want me to break down Derek Carr 45 minutes. <laughs> some people are like, man, this is this is dope. You did yeah. like every single throw. And somebody's like, man, this is long most people would say that's long right you know most people you know there's, they just just love you know the the carfax they want to watch every single throw and they're down with that and they love coming to watch it but some people don't they just kind of want to see you know some key plays and things like that so that's that's basically how it's going to go down so if you if you're a person with the memberships you know if you are a person that you know wants to see longer breakdowns and full long breakdowns right so that's, that's where you want to go. Um, you want to do that and check those out and we're going to have those, you know, I'm going to start doing quarterbacks, right? It's quarterback season for me after the draft, I go straight into grading quarterbacks. I've already graded five. So we're going to be doing that. I mean, you can't be mad at my quarterback opinions because it might be different than you might hear. So I just want to say that too out there when I put that, you know, but that that's for the real people, you know, the, the, they know the quarterback stuff, but, um, yeah. So, we, we, just to say uh,
0: did you also yeah. put up the um, the uh the film school for the uh, DB? For yes, the I did. I put that up yeah.
1: yeah, so we got the film school for the cornerbacks up there too as well. So check that one out with uh, Mario Goodrich. Um, you know, we got another some some other parts with that. where, like Trent McDuffie You probably dropped those too uh, before the draft, so you guys can just see what kind of players they are. So uh, definitely uh, love uh, having you guys in here and checking this out. So check it out. Appreciate every single one of you guys. Like I said all the time, right? I appreciate you guys showing love to my shirt, Malcolm X. You see what I'm saying here? You know. All right, here we go. Uh, BD, we got our draft board today. Draft board. You
0: know, so not, we got
1: not a film episode. Person, not really Yeah, not really film episode. But it's fine. It's draft, man. You know, it's, it's, you it's draft, a lot it's of draft film. right? Right. I mean, we a lot of people were bored so last time. I you know, the block of tight end was had bored some people like, I was breaking down. So got, yeah. Mean,
0: we got, we got some funny messages. We got some funny messages saying, it, "Hey, it hold it. on. Hey, man. Hey, safeties hey. and tight ends. Come on now. That was hilarious. <laughs> that had me wait. I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right, this though. Is, You're right. But this hey. is nerdy. This is nerdy. Hey, it was very nerdy. But hey, we, you
1: guys enjoyed it. You know, so, <laughs> you guys are still in there watching us uh, break down uh, blocking tight ends. Guys are not gonna get he's gonna some guys that come in and get 15 catches. Maybe, maybe like a couple like a." Uh, you know, when you do. The, you're in the red zone. And like he does the leak out from like the one. <laughs> you know, get a couple touchdowns right. ruin your fantasy. Those are the tight ends they're gonna draft. You know, the guy who's gonna ruin your fantasy. You know, so why, why is this guy trolling about like Malcolm X? Like I'm gonna listen to him anyway. So like I read books. So, like it's crazy. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's funny, but uh, um, yeah. So draft board, you know, we got, draft we got board.
0: board. We're gonna go Anything through else about the draft you want to talk about before we get to the board, though, BD. Anything yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's there's probably a couple of things. You know, the the board just you know, before we get there, is just you know the idea is the Raiders are gonna be picking at 86, maybe some players who might fall, but we're not talking about like oh Aiden Hutchinson is like number one on their board, and you know, obviously the Raiders aren't gonna get Aiden Hutchinson, you know. So we're gonna talk about like realistic players. Um, that the Raiders are going to possibly be in the position to be able to draft around 86. Maybe they trade up for a guy, but we'll see about that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so really, I think um, a lot of people are saying that this is a weaker draft than most years. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I watched only defensive backs. You know, I think this is a super strong cornerback and safety class, stronger than previous years for sure. So I'm, I'm interested in what you think. Like the entire draft, it, where is the talent in this draft, and um, what do you think about it?
1: Uh, you know, the, this the talent of the draft is interesting. You know, I don't think it's like one of the best drafts that you'll see. Like, okay, I, I don't know, like how many full-on superstars there are in this draft. I mean, not. I mean, at certain positions for sure, there's like a lot of superstars there. But like different areas or like different. Like, this, like depth wise, and you know those words we're hearing those depth, those type of words, they don't make any sense, right? Because basically they're saying it's not a good draft. You heard depth? There's a lot of depth in this draft. It means it's not a good. One. So, because um, even at the top, man, like I mean, you're taking a lot of chances. Like that's why Trayvon Walker is somebody that it's gonna go number one <laughs> in this draft. You know, it's like so. That's kind of what how it tells you what type of draft it is if they'd rather take a chance on a freak. Like you know what? Well, I mean, the guy's a freak, so let's just take a chance on him. I mean, what you know, his number one draft pick. He's very solid and all of that. So you know, it's, it's just if Interesting. they because you know, so like, obviously,
0: obviously they. I mean, because the three positions that you take potentially number one overall, right? Yeah. It's quarterback, left tackle, and pass rusher. Those are the three mm-hmm. positions, right? Do you take a wide yeah. receiver number one, number one overall? No, no. I, I mean, not not in this draft. You know, I mean, it'd be like a Calvin Johnson type or something like that, right? Um, yeah. So, so those are the three positions, and you're telling me there's no quarterbacks, there's no left tackle worth taking number one overall. Well, I mean, left, like, left tackle. I
1: mean, left tackle. I would say yes. Evan Neal's the beast. I mean, Evan Neal's a beast. He's a beast, so right? It. Uh, supposed to do for north carolina state there i mean yeah i mean there's there's good players at the top you know but you but that's what i mean like i i think if there's like more solidified number one draft picks like usually when we go into the draft like we all nick boss has gone one or two or like we, we all know that like we all know these guys yeah like the top five is easy usually right the top five is not easy this year you're not gonna it's gonna be fun seeing some, how many mock drafts get correct right. like half half the time when guys do like mock drafts and they get their points and they do like, they collect themselves is because they all get the top five, right? Because usually pretty easy to pick is the top five because we know who the top five players are, but that's why, you know, Walker comes out of nowhere because he's 272 pounds and he's, uh, he's Javon curse, right? That that's the kind of like the size of the 1999 defensive end, but he has the same athleticism as the Hutchinsons (laughs) and those guys are like, wow. They're like, well, you know what I mean? Like, Let's make this happen. Maybe he could. I mean, he has good technique. I mean, he could probably figure it out. Like that's why they're. That's why like a guy like him is rising because he's really is. Low. Is Super Aiden impressive.
0: Hutchinson good against the run? Well, Aiden is the best player in the draft, hands down. It's interesting. You know, uh, I was looking this up. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I I texted Matt Holder about it because I was looking up Aiden Hutchinson's mock draftable. Like the spider chart or whatever mm-hmm. and he has like um like 10 percent of hand size and arm length yeah that's at six seven so i think that that might be a reason because that would be a pretty strong like aberration like outside of the norm to have yeah you know super short arms and and small hands and be really effective defensive end in the nfl not saying that he can't i just think that you know a lot of times the nfl looks at it like that where they're just like okay not many players of this you know physical profile had been successful so we're not going to take a, a chance on it you know and and of course players all the time buck that trend sure but more often they don't right so um I think that that might be a reason why Aiden Hutchinson even though he's super tall and he's super good obviously but he just has like a weird like pterodactyl or t-rex kind of arm length thing and I think mm-hmm. if people are a little worried about that maybe that's the only reason I could think of because other than that like he is. He's supposed. To, I mean, he's a beast. I've seen him all draft cycle being, you know, all the breakdowns. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Like, like
1: every every time you turn on any game of a offense playing Michigan, or you watch Aiden Hutchinson, he, if even if you're not watching Aiden Hutchinson, he's gonna start popping off on the tape. And that's yep. when that's when you know guys are great. Like you're not even trying
0: to watch them, and they're just, yep every single like you're like who is it? you you yeah when you have to you go look up him. the number when you have to go look up the number you're like okay wait this guy is the one making the plays here and i'm not watching him <laughs> like who is
1: this dude you know what i mean, I mean so like yeah, is,
0: yeah right yeah uh, hutchinson
1: is is a monster i don't understand. i don't like, i know people like people try to knock him for not having ben but i don't uh, yeah okay whatever man he's cuz he, his his profile he's athletic he's just he's he's athletic enough and He's, he's technical as hell, bro. He has every push for pass rush move already. So it's like, that's what's the thing with him. It's like, <laughs> how much, maybe you're like, okay, how much more can he get better from there? But you got to think about, like, okay, so he's already set as a pass rusher. You know, he has enough bin to be like a 12 to 15 sack guy. He has a motor. You know, he's it's easy.
0: Easy 12 sacks. All right. So um, I, I agree with you. Hutchinson, that's a beast. Who else do you want to talk about in the in the top of the draft? I think Kyle Hamilton is a guy that um, pe- people are kind of interested in. Where is he going to go? Um, do you have any ideas? Any thoughts about Kyle Hamilton? I, I, I have a couple. <laughs>
1: uh, not really, man. Um, I really haven't gotten to safety because this year I, I kind of just trusted you. I know you'd break down safety, so.
0: Um, I've been trying to. Okay, all right, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Well, you know, um, I mean, he's he's a premier player. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've watched you know a few outside of DBs who are like some really good players, but um, Kyle Hamilton is. Uh, it's it's interesting, and I I I refuse to keep on getting bit by the NFL. Okay, when Deion Jordan came out, six foot six, two hundred and eighty pounds, and he was like covering down over the slot playing in coverage i'm like what is this this is ridiculous right oh a hybrid player for the nfl this guy could change football they're like no you're playing defenseman only josh allen (laughs) carrying the tight end vertical intercepting the ball 30 yards down the field i'm like oh man he could play in coverage and he can rush the passer like this is a hybrid play. The NFL is going to take advantage of it. Nope, you're just playing defensive end strictly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, another guy. I mean, we don't even need to talk about Isaiah Simmons. It's free, it's crazy. Six foot five runs, four threes. You know, he's, is he a DB? Is he defensive end? Who knows? It doesn't matter, right? NFL's like, no, you're going to play one position only, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I just worry because everyone talks about Kyle Hamilton, his coaches. They say he's the most versatile player ever. Um, all these scouts, they say, oh, he's so versatile, everything like that. But is the NFL going to play up to that? because they've proven to me time and time again that they don't play up to that. They just try to pigeonhole a player. And I don't know if just sitting there at safety, is he going to be, you know, is he going to play up to his draft status? Whereas if he was able to move around, you'll see maybe like a Jeremy Chin kind of production from him in his first year. And it's like, okay, rookie of the year, you know? So I'm just a little worried about what the NFL is going to do to him. Like, And they've proven to me over and over again. They don't take these hybrid players seriously coming out of college. They're like, you, you need to learn to play one position from that.
1: Yeah. Because I think
0: they look at hybrid players as
1: a college thing. Yes. they look at that as a college thing. Like, oh, your defensive end. Like, but how, how can you, what can you translate? What translates? Can you actually do all that in the NFL? Are you really that good at that? Or is just some, or are you just like an athletic freak and you can run all over the field? Right. I, I think that's a, I mean, that's the big thing you have to understand when you talk about translating the NFL is can they play NFL football, which is a different sure. game. And I, I think a lot of people, especially a lot of draft Twitter, which draft Twitter has been annoying the hell out of me this year because I get, I think draft Twitter has kind of split where, the, you know, the, the old guys, they all got jobs and they think they're really cool. And then uh, then you got these new guys trying to come up, just trying really hard. And yeah. it just gets, it gets a bad discourse and just stupid stuff. Like, no, <laughs> it gets really bad, right? But nobody's like thinking about translating. Like, what translates to the NFL? Because a lot of those guys don't watch. They,
0: they watch college football all year round. So they, they only are. watch college football, right? So they have a hard time understanding yeah, what the NFL yeah. thing is. Yes, 100%. 100%. I agree. Because it, it comes down to playing one position is hard enough in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So being able to master that, you know, that's something that they go, hey, this is it's so hard to play in the NFL, just master one position. But at the same time, when a college quarterback, a defensive coordinator does come in, Phil Snow, and he takes mm-hmm. a guy like Jeremy Chin, right? And he says, is he a linebacker? Is a safety? Yes. Whatever. We're playing him wherever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he does this hybrid role coming out of FCS and he plays like NFL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I think NFL defense coordinators need to get out of their way a little bit, right? And stop trying to pigeonhole players and kind of like, okay, the reason why he's good at this is because it's what he did for four years. That's the skill he has. So use that skill already. He's already developed that skill. Don't say, no, now you need to learn how to play this way. That's the problem that I think a lot of defensive coordinators get there. They can't get their heads out of their ass. So we don't see these hybrid players being taken advantage of. Advantage of. So eventually we're going to see enough enough guys be able to have success at it where it's like, okay, this this is what needs to happen, the old guard needs to move over, but yeah, that's uh, that's me off my high horse. You know, uh, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox talking about that.
1: <laughs> BD brought up Kyle Hamilton to me so he could rant because he wanted to rant about Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, that's only, that's the
0: point you said. Who do you want to talk about in the draft? That's the guy. That's the guy I want to talk about. I don't know, and and, and I don't and I don't want to even rank him as a safety because I'm worried that he's going to be a linebacker. But we'll see.
1: You think they're going to play him a linebacker for real? Like,
0: 100%. I mean, I, I don't. I, He's going to have to pick one. He's, uh, yeah, he's your, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You're right. All right. So <laughs> let's let's talk about – let's just uh, play a scenario here. I mean, okay. everybody else plays fake mock draft stuff, right? Make draft I yeah. I mean, like, when did the seventh round mock draft start?
0: When did that draft start? God,
1: that's,
0: like, that's a there was lot. a game. There was a game that came out called First Pick NFL. And it's just like a super simple thing where you just – Choose your team and then it just gives like runs you through a simulator and you pick all seven rounds okay and people would post the, their results on this like on forums and stuff like that and so that's when people started doing this the seven round simulator and then pff and you know all these other outlets were like oh okay yeah we can make that too that's easy you know look at you yeah i thought
1: it was Bleacher report because bleach report loved to make everything long then, I mean, know like, just more round, clicks. Like, yeah. The, the mock draft like right. seven rounds got like how do you know how do you know who's getting picked at 250 250? It's like that's I think too much. it's like, seven.
0: It, who do I have on the board? Like, yeah, that's like anyways. All right. Uh, Honestly, but, uh, it's great. It's great for me that the Raiders traded their first two picks because I hate yeah. doing mock drafts and I haven't had to do a single mock draft this year. So, so yeah. right. I there we go. Them, so. I'll, I mean, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh so so. Some scenarios that we talk about. Um, I didn't want to talk about like Devonte Wyatt before he get to the board because you know me and BD had a debate whether I should put him on the top of my board uh, for you know the Raiders, what the Raiders might do because you know he has uh, some you know character issues that he might pop up that might cause him to drop. And we talked about how he might be part of something like maybe if he falls. The Raiders might trade up so the scenario of Devontae Wyatt falling because it is a scenario it can happen I think that's why they brought him in for a visit because they wanted to check him out because it's out there right and they they know that maybe it falls a little bit but we'll see but I don't think they're trying the first round I think that's insane and no not for defensive tackle but if you're, <laughs> you, know, it better be a quarterback if you're trading the first round. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it better be a quarterback if you're gonna trade. Because those people, they have asked me that on the radio for the longest. And that's what I If 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 you are gonna trade into the first round with no first round pick, it better be a quarterback or like like a, like Julio Jones. <laughs> you know, like it has to be like one of those two positions in my opinion. Even is like Devontae Wyatt
0: at that level. No. You know, All right, so let's like, say let's say then that Devontae White f- falls into the second round. If the Raiders, know. we see if we're watching the draft, second round, day two, dun, 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 trade Las Vegas Raiders into the second round. You're saying that's going to be for Devontae White. If Devontae Wyatt is still there,
1: it depends on where it goes. If we start getting into the 60s, I think in the, you get to the 60s, and he's there, we'll start having the conversation. I think it's players, so. Because you know we, I mean we're gonna have our board right, and uh, you know because we're, we're kind of predicting where players are gonna be in the third round, right? But I still think they they're taking a faller. That's who I think they're gonna take. That's yeah. their plan. We're taking whoever's gonna fall. Somebody's gonna fall. It happens so
0: every someone, year someone's gonna fall. They're gonna package and trade up until like sixties. You're saying 50, 60s. 70s
1: They might be patient. Maybe wait to the seventies. Because yeah. because because
0: I was like trying to figure out
1: why did they bring Wyatt. And then you know I, I found that out and I was like oh that's why they brought Wyatt in makes sense <laughs> I was like oh, okay but like because the possibility is there like you, you you can you can say whatever like uh, I mean you know it's there it it really is I mean because I was trying to figure out for a while watching his tape why he was even a, still at Georgia I couldn't figure it out like why did you you know why are you still playing football with this talent you know you. Defensive tackle who could rush the passer and plays the run pretty well. Like, I mean, you're not a great running player, but it would be interesting. Uh but I, I, I know that they would they would love him because he went to Georgia and he's still uh he's still a really good player and he's still a yes, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's still a hard working guy, so they probably, yeah. probably did their homework. That's what I'm saying. Like they probably came in and that's why he was there. All right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like, I literally, like if he fell, that's a possibility. I think it's like a one guy that um, might fall. So uh, see, I do have a question with trading Waller for right. I don't think they're going to trade Waller guys. I still think, I think they're, I think they're trolling the Packers by offering them Darren Waller. I still, I, I, I'm not going to, I don't believe that they don't, they didn't know the rules. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't believe it.
0: Well, it sounded like um, someone um, made it yeah. Someone, big, big someone published STD? something. Okay, big, big STD. Oh my goodness! All right, um, do your thing, big STD. But um, someone, I think, p- published like a clarification that they were trying. The Packers wanted Waller, but the Raiders said uh, that that's why the trade was taking so long because they were kept on pushing for Waller, but the Raiders wouldn't go for that. They went for a second round pick instead. So. Mm-hmm. The original one was waller was originally part of it Mm -hmm. and but you you pointed it out like it it can't be because they know they know the rules you know like patriots guys know the rules more than anyone yeah actively trying to circumvent them you know so they know they know all the rules um and it wouldn't work because Devontae adams wasn't going to sign his tender in green bay so it was never that could never be a possibility
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, I you know you know,
1: I mean, I've seen crazy things. I mean, Waller's thirty; it's not too crazy to trade him. I just think it would send a bad message to the locker room. And I mean, if you and if you watched Darren Waller on the Pivot Podcast, there's a moment where he talks about where he went and talks to Josh McDaniels and told Josh McDaniels he wants the damn football. <laughs> Josh McDaniels said, "You're gonna get the football." And he was happy. It, he's they asked him about Josh McDaniels. He smiled, you know. Right. So there's <laughs> if, if like so so basically, and you you think the guys don't talk like so if he trades Darren Waller, he, he you I walk into a room, Darren Waller tells this tells him I want the ball, like I didn't get the ball enough. I don't feel like I feel like uh, if you give me the ball, he, he, t- he took the whole podcast. He just talk about if. He went there and told him, like, if I don't get the ball, I feel like we aren't going to win as much. <laughs> right? He told them that. So, is he a liar? Is That would make Joshua Daniels a liar. And then that the locker room is, okay, he's a liar. Just like what happened with Gruden. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, that's, a <laughs> that's a
0: good point. That's a good point. That's a good point and this is this business the nfl is about managing men that's what it's about so that is super important it's not just these guys aren't just going to go out there and play hard no matter what like you got to be on their side you got to get them you know believing in in the cause so i agree uh that's a great point all right so we're 28 minutes in we talked about the draft we talked about scenarios we talked about you know the the stuff let's get into the program here i'm gonna um our one through five top rated guys on our board um and then let's talk about these guys and again this is when the raiders come it's they're sitting there pick 86 maybe they trade up a little bit into the you know uh late second round early third round for some of these guys Mm -hmm. yeah um and i think that's probably most of the guys that are on this one through five so i'm gonna put it up here okay so talk about talk about these guys, Christian Watson, Cade Mays, Leo Chanel, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Spiller. I know that you've broken down a couple of these guys for the for the uh, channel. First up, uh, talk about Christian Watson.
1: So, I mean, people are probably going to say Watson's not going to be there. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it is – I mean, he had a lot of buzz. It is easy to say that. He's 6'4", four, has a lot of buzz, whatever, whatever. But just going into the process, he wasn't that high. Right. So he would have to be a serious, serious riser. Right. I think, you know, people, you know, there's a lot of people, even like the Dame burglars and stuff like that. I know Watson has moved up a little bit in in some of their boards because they're kind of trying to stop the the buzz around him, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to get into it. Maybe they're hearing some things about him rising too. maybe a little bit. But, I mean, he's still there's still a possibility there. I mean, he still has bad hands. (laughs) So it's that's really a big thing. Like, even if you're like trying to talk yourself into it or trying to take him in the first round, you have to think about his hands. You do. You have to think about the upside of does he have the hands to be a true number one wide receiver? Right, he's a. Uh, I, I just, I just, I yeah. that dude's. It, it, the Raiders would take him in a second, hundred percent, because he's gonna cut. It doesn't even matter if he catches a ball. He doesn't care. He's gonna block. He's he's gonna try to kick a corner, <laughs> maybe a safety. He's gonna, you know, and uh, he's gonna uh, he returns kicks too, which is I think uh, a yeah. thing a lot of
0: people don't talk about is that he returns kicks. So so um, is this? We're talking about again. We're talking about he's sitting there. Around pick fifty-five and after, Raiders could trade up potentially to get a guy like Christian Watson, or they stand pat at eighty-six. I think they could think if Watson fell, they trade up. All right. What about Cade Mays? Cade Mays is a guard. Uh, Cade
1: Mays is a guard and a tackle, which we always talk. They love versatility, versatility, versatility versatility they probably didn't care about his tape they're like oh you play garden tackle we can work with that uh you went to tennessee play garden tackle all right yeah are you smart (laughs) do you know football you know uh kate mays is a monster bro i really like kate mays's tape uh he's really high on kate mays if they they took him i'll be super excited so i i that's that's one player i think they're gonna be high on you know a, a big factor of a lot of things that we're doing here i mean I wouldn't expect any small school players, so that's kind of be the the thing that we're going with here. Got a lot of a lot of SEC here, guys. I'll tell you that right now for sure. Um, and I really like Kate Mays, man. That's t- Tennessee play guard and tackle. Played them both well. Played against some of the best competition in football. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Kate Mays. That's why he's number two. So, uh,
0: but number I two think- for
1: Marcus. Cade Mays 100% number three Leo Chanel
0: uh you probably want to speak on that one a little bit more BD um, so Leo Chanel is a guy who I think perfectly perfectly fits the scheme inside linebacker thumper a guy who can be on play on the line of scrimmage he has no problem mixing it up with guards tackles, centers he's going to lock out fantastic player against the run um, but then also when you um, go and you look at his athletic profile, he's like 95 percentile or higher and you know, 40 yard dash, vertical jump, broad jump. So fantastic athlete as well. Not probably the best in coverage, which is why we're talking about maybe like now we're getting to round three, sitting around uh sitting at 86. But I think that he is going to be high on people's board because his ability to play the run. Um, which is crucial. And um, he he fits the scheme of what Patrick Graham wants to do as like an inside thumper linebacker um, who's super explosive. Uh, so I, you know, just looking at that, got a great athletic profile, big school, you know, he's like a team captain, all, all these things across the board are great about it. It's, you know, he just doesn't probably offer right now at this point a bunch of value against the pass and pass coverage is like the only knock on him. But, uh, I, you know, I like that player a lot. I think he's going to be high on the Raiders board. All right. Uh,
1: number four, Damian Pierce, um, man, four and five. I'm just talking about four and five together. Cause four and yeah, five, okay, four and five, four and five. I'm talking about four and five together. Um, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Spiller. Now I know Spiller has a lot of buzz, right? Spiller has buzz about, you know, where he's going to go, but he ran a four, six, three. Um, He doesn't have have the greatest athletic profile in the world. And, um, you know, running backs are not looked at, you know, as, you know, high picks. And I I think they're going to draft a running back. I think that's going to happen. I think even with Josh Jacobs being the forefront of the running game this year, just how Josh McDaniels talks about running backs and how you need a lot of them. I mean, the draft is where you... (laughs) build <laughs> find a lot of them I mean there's a lot of running backs that are out there undrafted and I think Pierce or Spiller are their profile they're based they're both almost uh similar to no Moreno and you know or Dwayne Harris or any other back that was a main lead back in the har Perkins Josh mcDaniel's system so um that's why I, I still think they're gonna be high on some of those running backs so that's that's why – and I really like Pierce. Pierce, make-you-miss type of guy. Definitely doesn't ha, doesn't need a good line, which I love. And I really think he's – I think he's besi- – like him and Spiller are like 1A, 1B for me. I'm really having – it's hard for me to separate them as like NFL running backs because Spiller ain't got no long speed. You know, Pierce has more long speed than him. Uh, that's why I would like Pierce more. I, I, Pierce could find a way to take 160. Like he has that gear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he has the gear – the acceleration, all that good stuff to take it 60 with play speed and type of things. Like Spiller is just a little slow. But they're both lead backs. They are. Like not maybe not third round, you know, you know, but that's not how that's not how McDaniels work. Those guys just aren't going to block. They're just going to run the ball. <laughs> that's basically their their job is to right. run the football. They don't catch. That's why I think Josh Jacobs is going to do this year. He's probably going to be a little mad because, you know, they tried to turn him into wide receiver, and he's, you know, he kept dropping the ball and stuff like that. He's running the ball this year, so I hope he's
0: ready. Yeah, he's definitely going to run the ball. Okay, <laughs> he's that. You know, but yeah, ain't I no, mean, routes for you this year, bro. They, yeah, hopefully not. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we've seen how Josh McDaniels, you know, runs his offense. He's going to have mm-hmm. a lead back and then another lead back another week. You know, and he's just he's going to pound the rock. He's going to have you know a game where he goes fifty uh run plays in a row. Right this year, at least one. Yeah anyways um let's get, move into the next uh i'll jump in on here with alex pierce because i think you know these other guys more, uh better than yeah. i do but alex pierce he's a cincinnati wide receiver we've seen him uh posterizing guys on the in, other end of my breakdown so i you know i'm able to at least talk about him semi-intelligently you know he's a guy who wins up, up high at the catch point and not only that but he's got great long speed played at a winning program. I think he, he kind of shows like he's going to really sell out, uh, you know, to win and do what it takes to win. He, you know, he's proven that in his film. So he's a guy that I think when you're talking about, you know, the wide receivers that are up there for you, I think there is a lot of upside along with being, a you know, a, a guy who's going to be able to potentially win immediately on the outside in certain looks, yeah. but then also continue to improve and make the use of the best use of his athleticism. Because he has a pretty good uh, – do you, do you remember his numbers off the top of your head, Alec Pierce? I don't remember Alec Pierce's numbers, but I, I don't understand how he's not a first-round pick, so I'm still trying to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, trying to figure I mean, 4'4", four, four, flat, 6'3", six, six, 211 pounds, I mean, you know, 33-inch arms, 78-inch wingspan, 6'6", six, six wingspan, you know, on this guy. Um, forty inch vertical. Beats this is yeah. It's Beats first. It's a first round vertical. force. First round athletic profile. Okay. Yes, hundred percent. They just like don't believe it. They're just like, no, this this can't be. This can't be. It's not, that's not true. <laughs> He's not that athletic. No.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I like Pierce so much, man. Because you know, and it's it's crazy. You know, it's, it's hilarious because he can beat press, bro. And
0: it's on tape. Like, he literally is playing press and beating it. And then he would yeah, see. You know what you know he, they're doing? And, you know what they're doing? They're yeah. going, oh, he beats press against American Conference. The, Who cares? That's what they're saying. It, it was, it's
1: because the senior bowl was weird for him because he was just beating everybody. Nobody cared. <laughs> it was like, uh, he would just beat another corner of everybody Like, all right, so here comes Christian Watson. Oh, let's, let's all watch. After Alec like, just ran past him, just beat presses, Dude was five yards behind him. He's just nobody cared. <laughs> That's why I know he's gonna fall. Cause like, like sometimes you can just tell. Like some of these guys are like good, just like nobody cares, man. Like oh, whatever, bro. <laughs> what are who, who are you play? Who Who are you? Oh, you're twelve. Oh, Cincinnati. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're twelve. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling. But he's this athletic profile, bro. Is yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, 100%. Because it just tricks me out. Like, why receivers that can't be press get all this hype, man? You guys know that. you watch them on tape. You know they can't. You know it's just – I don't know. I'm just – whatever. Let's next go. Who's the next guy? (laughs) Next
0: guy, quarterback.
1: (laughs) So Sam Howe. uh, I, I think if Sam Howe falls to 86, I think he might be an option. At for a backup quarterback because they, they take backup quarterbacks in the third round all the time. And that would, and, and this is the whole best player available thing came into this because I feel like, and I feel like an 86 is they're going to do. They're going to either take a faller, and I think Sam Howe just because we know we love quarterbacks, right? But usually the, the second tier of quarterbacks, they go in the third and the fourth. Yeah, in the fifth round. Yeah, like, they usually skip over the second round unless they're like, some maybe some guys had a first round grade on them. Who knows? Maybe some guy has a first round. I don't know. Maybe somebody has a first round grade on Sam How. Maybe, but, th- th- I, 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 it, but that's somebody that I would because, like to because we don't have back a quarterback right now.
0: Yeah, are back a quarterback. Neither well, it's, there'll be like four <laughs> or five teams that are going for a quarterback, and once they get their quarterbacks, then that's when the quarterbacks start falling. Right, because like all the quarterback needy teams already got got their guy, you know. So then a guy like Sam Howell or you know uh, Matt Corral, there's other guys who could you know are gonna fall after everyone gets their quarterback, right? So yeah, that's a, a potential situation there. But you like Sam Howell for the Raiders to take him be, at that point, like over any other needs you want. A, uh, want the Raiders to take Sam Howell because you you believe in his upside?
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe in his upside. I do. I, do, I like at that value. But it's more about the best player available because I think they're gonna think about it. Yeah, that's why. That's why I kind of have them up there. Because I, if if they get to eighty six and Sam Howell's there, the Raiders don't have a backup quarterback. We could give it real. I mean, Garrett Gilbert. I mean, I mean, no, the Raiders do not have a true, like, com- like you're comfortable backup quarterback, which is right. something you know, you know, it, it caused a lot of controversy when you know Derek Carr played bad, but it's actually a comfortable feeling to have. A good backup quarterback, it is right. Uh, because yes. you know, if right now, if Derek Carr went down, we're all pissed, we're all upset. We know the season's over. We we're talking about the draft week three, you yeah. know, if something bad happened, right? So, but if you know, if you have Sam Howe, maybe you like, maybe just maybe he's the you know, it, <laughs> it's like just 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 maybe yeah. you know, uh, that's what they're gonna say for sure. Don't, don't finish that,
0: but yeah, yeah, that's what that's what they if, okay. if that happened, if that if, that's, if that scenario happened. I mean, yeah, yeah so. I agree. Got to go best player available. And as much as that, I think, would piss off Raiders fans if the very first pick is the player who's not going to play at all. Um, it would at least show that this team is going for best player available on their boards and not, no matter like, what. reaching for a player because of need, right? Yeah, they like, Sam Howell's
1: number one. We take Sam Howell. It's like,
0: you know. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so next guy, Josh. Uh, I don't know if it's Pascal or Pash- Pashal. Mm-hmm. um he's a defensive end. What, what school does he go to again I'm, I'm Kentucky 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 defensive end also he'll play and rush from the interior as well yeah. Marcus hit me up to this guy I think um he said it best like a Michael Bennett type meaning a base end who will mm-hmm. rush the passer at three technique on yeah. you know in sub packages that type of player, maybe the type of player that Cleveland Furrow um, has yet to live up to that that type of player. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but this defensive staff values versatility, mm-hmm. values players who can play multiple positions on the defensive mm-hmm. line, yeah. um, and guy and guys who don't get pushed around. And I think that Pascal Peschel f- takes all of those buckets off when you watch his tape. Um, and you know, he, he's a he's a he's a big heavy strong guy who can move a little bit he's explosive so yeah yeah i, I mean he can play a number of positions potentially in a defensive line and again patrick grand Valley's versatility so um we, we like him there yeah. uh, eight. okay okay
1: uh nine is jelani woods uh you know we talked about trading Darren waller i mean i mean i mean i still think that would be crazy because <laughs> i mean can we win can we try to win first and then if it doesn't work out, <laughs> then thinking about training that that's kind of my thought process on that. But I still think that, you know, tight end is something that they're going to look at because I don't think they're very high on Foster Moreau because Foster Moreau had a really bad year blocking. And I mean, if he's going to be a backup tight end playing 12 personnel and looking at things, you know, that way, and then if Darren Waller gets hurt, do you, you know, Fossman got his chance and he's dropping passes and then he can't block. So there's, you know, I don't want to say can't block. He didn't block well last year. He didn't block very well. Um, you know, he had a lot of blown blocks. I mean, I mean, his last blown block, we all saw it uh, in the, in the playoffs. So yeah, I think it's about that with tight ends and, you know, if Jelani Woods is around there, I mean, that dude could block it. And if, you know, if you decide, you know, after this season, cause I'm not going to, Say that because <laughs> I, I still think that's dumb. I think it's just to be a dumb decision. It's like try to win first. Like <laughs> you're not trying to win. You're you're like, hey, let's trade for Devontae Adams to win, and then let's trade to get rid of Aaron Waller to not win. That's just it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, if but after the season, you know, it it makes more sense, right? If they don't they don't they have a disappointing season, it doesn't work out like they have. But then you have Jelani Woods just chilling. Hey, we got Jelani. So I, I kind of has that fit. Kind of has that feel, so I kind of that's why I like J- it. Yeah,
0: we 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 saw him. I think a lot of, of fans got hyped up. I saw more people talking about Jelani Woods in the comments on Twitter. Uh, so you know, I think got the fans hyped up with that. Also of note, Jelani Woods, almost a seven foot wingspan, eighty two inch wingspan, 34 and a half inch arms, ridiculous. Runs four six. That's um, in, he should be playing in the NBA. It's a, that's a power forward, right? I'm um, mad he's not playing quarterback.
1: That's what I'm mad about. I'm, I really don't like. I because I, I went and watched his high school, and I was like, why did you move him? He's six seven. He's two fifty. Should have for him. He, and he's a pocket quarterback, and you moved him to tight end. Like yeah. and you like forced him to do it because it's weird. Like why did he move the tight end at the end of the year? So weird. I'm sorry. Uh, that's what I was mad about. When I thought he was a quarterback. How do you, Like how do you, six seven two fifty, play to the pocket. Just you, you, you just wanted to watch him play quarterback. That's all. He, that's all. That's all it is. You no, know, I, found, I found that he's played quarterback, and it was like he's six seven two fifty five. I literally wouldn't watch it uh, automatically. I went straight to his his uh his, uh, his highlights on <laughs> his huddle, his huddle highlights on. on I would write uh, to it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you, and then I was even more mad. Cause I thought he's gonna be like a runner or something, like a big, like, like big, like type of dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The dude was playing quarterback, like for real. Like you stand in the pocket throwing dives for real quarterback. Mad. Yeah, <sighs> that's funny. Huh? All right, Anyways. next guy up, <laughs> Darian uh, Kennard. Uh, Darian Kennard. tackle, tackle, uh, and guard. Plays. He could play both too. He's versatile, and he went to SEC Kentucky. So, uh, Darian Kennard, uh, definitely a mean guy. Oh, yeah. He has good tape. That's why I think he's, uh, he's a good value player here. It's not, like, great tape. It's not bad tape. It's not, you know, average tape. It's just good tape. It's good tape. He's solid. Sometimes he's lose. You know, he's play, playing some better competition. Sometimes he uh, makes it, you know, makes it a little rougher on himself sometimes, especially with, like, some of his technique, and he got to clean a lot of that up. But it's not too much to clean up. But he's not, like, a big time first round guard or tackle either so like 86 around there is somewhere you really like him coming in uh but i'm, I'm not too high on Grenard. uh i think matt holder might be a little higher on Kennard than me but yeah I, I still kentucky versatile plays guard and tackle yeah we're good
0: all right. Um. So we're we're moving past ten. We're now we're into the eleven fifteen range, for okay. our um for our big board here. Mm-hmm. So uh, first guy up here on the board, I asked Matt Holder, who's mm-hmm. big guy, who doesn't get pushed around on that defensive line, and the first guy he said was Neil Farrell, and that's a guy that you were talking about a lot too. So I just cross referenced there. Came up with the name Neil Farrell. That for me is the type of player who fits this scheme. Talk about what he does, what he does best.
1: Yeah, uh, Neil Farrell is. I think he's underrated in this draft. I think as a defensive tackle, especially, I don't see him like a lot, a lot of top fives in people, a lot of people's uh, draft. Because I think you know people don't like the big nose tackle. You know they they don't they want to see you know they want to stop the run or whatever and whatever whatever. But he is probably the best run stopper in the draft. Like, no joke. Even, you can check the stats, he's, like, 11th in PFF uh, run stop percentage in the whole nation, you know, and that's not even just, like, in the draft class. In the draft class, is like, five, right? Uh, he's literally, like, the best run defender in this draft, in my opinion. I, I Like, he, I guess the run, is, he's a superstar, like, blows people away, um, and he has a lot of pass rush upside because a lot of things with nose tackles, which you really like with, which you know, because they are. They want to stop the run, right? They want to oh. stop the run. You know, it's it's that's what nose tackles are for. But we're in a passing league. So if you you don't you really don't want a nose tackle to get it ten sacks. That's kinda unrealistic. Let's keep it real. No, it's but not you want possible. a no tackle who can push the pocket. And that's what he does well. I think he pushes the pocket well. He has great hands, pushes the pushes that bad boy. Um and like Fourth round 86. I'd be ecstatic if they got me in Farrell. I'd be like, Hey, starting, and he's gonna be a stud for years. I think seriously, his tape, his UCLA tape is dominant. Then he went to the senior bowl, and nobody could block him at senior bowl. There wasn't a player at senior bowl that could block him, you know. Um, so I mean, if it Travis Jones, Travis Jones kind of stole the show from him a little bit because people were hiring Travis Jones going into the draft, you know, I'm going to the senior bowl, but. I mean, even me and Matt, we, like, we didn't really know who Farrell was going into that. And we we're like, man, who, who is 94? You yeah. know, we said that, like, the whole first day. And, you know, we, I went and watched – I mean, UCLA is nuts. His UCLA tape is nuts. He dominated everybody. So I'm really high on him. I kind of went too long, but you could tell uh, I really like him.
0: There. Okay, there we go. I mean, mm-hmm. that's good. That This is what the show is about here. Okay. Let's uh, jump to my uh, the next guy, number 12 for me, Kirby Joseph. We just did a breakdown for the safeties for the people who watched. I got some comments. Um, you know, about his ability to get from the middle of the field to the sideline on the go ball showcases some spectacular range. I think we saw a guy who had a lot more buzz than him, Andre Sisko, mm-hmm. get drafted similarly in the third round. You know, we see guys like Justin Simmons get drafted in the third round, uh, Marcus Williams get drafted in the third round. Guys who are cover safeties, okay? They're mm-hmm. guys who they play to the passing strength and zone coverages, playing the post. Not really a guy who you want in the box, tackling and blitzing off the edge. So I think sometimes those guys get undervalued even though they're more rare, harder, harder to find in the NFL. So I like him there at eighty six, honestly. If if he's there at eighty six, which I'm honestly doubtful that he even would be, but if he is there at eighty six, Raiders definitely got to make a tough decision there. Pairing Kirby Joseph with Trayvon Merrick, now you got, you know, um an incredible backfield you know yeah uh, uh a defensive backfield and you get to play in a lot more too high structures that allow the corners to be a lot more aggressive so and you need to do that when you're playing against Justin Herbert who's going to the ball how many times a game 50 times a game they're going against yeah. Patrick Mahomes you need mm-hmm. to play in those two high structures you need a safety who can actually cover um how they play against the run is it, really inconsequential when those are the two teams that you got to beat in your division yeah because they don't run the ball they just run RPOs right so um, that, so it's, I think who cares about a safety being a great tackler, Kirby Joseph, he's going to be just as good, maybe even better, honestly, than Trayvon Merrick was in his rookie year. Um, okay. all right. So next guy up here on the, is number 13, Martin Emerson. I don't know. Did you watch Martin Emerson? He's a cornerback.
1: Yeah. I've, I've heard of Martin. I've, I didn't get the chance to watch Martin Emerson.
0: Mm-mm. Corner, corner from Mississippi state. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Raiders have been linked to James Bradbury this entire off season. Hmm. James, James Bradbury coming from New York, New York giants. He's holding out. He doesn't want to sign, you know, he doesn't want to play on his current deal. Patrick Graham coached him last year. He was great. He's Patrick Graham's best defensive back, you know, easily by far. Okay. Hmm. Well, Martin Emerson is James Bradbury in a few years. Like this is the same exact type of profile, a six foot one, six foot two corner who's 210 pounds not a blazer, he runs four fives. So we'll say to James Bradbury, right? So, uh, so did Carlton Davis. These guys were really good corners in the NFL in a lot of two high schemes, covered two type of corners. Okay, we see those guys have a lot of great success. I think Martin Emerson is the next in line there, he's my number five corner overall. No one else I've seen ha- has him even close to being that high, so I think that there's a chance that he's there at 86. Um, and I really like his upside, I really like his size and his zone eyes. So I think, um, again, that's a great fit for what Patrick Graham wants. He doesn't necessarily need, you know, um, cover three corners or super fast corners necessarily. He's okay giving them a lot of help and letting them be physical and aggressive. Um, Um, All right. 14, Donovan West.
1: Oh, yeah, Donovan West. Uh, Now, this is the center. Now, Donovan West, I think, I mean, he's going in the fourth round. I mean, that's where centers go. Donovan West, that's where centers go, right? Yeah. But yeah. he is an ASU player, big school. Uh these that that's something that the Bill Belichick and all those guys, they love ASU players. Kill Harry, they took to Kill Harry, even though <laughs> they knew that he couldn't beat press, but you know, it's he knows Todd Graham. So yeah, you know, they love ASU guys, but I also think Donovan West is a great center, really good player, and he, you know, is a center. Too like he's not trying to learn how to play center. He's not trying to get his snaps faster. He's not trying to understand how to pick up blitzes. He's not trying to learn on the fly while he's actually having to block. Right. He understands that he's a center, and I think you know even all centers have versatility. I feel like centers automatically can play guard. I feel like (laughs) like that's kind of like a thing. Sometimes if they can play center, they can play guard. So I really like Donovan West. Donovan West is a a good player but I, I i i think more in the fourth round i i would say that yeah yeah for sure more in the fourth round yeah yeah i mean i mean that's I guess that's kind of what we're getting to we're getting like to the more fourth round guys anyways that we feel like are more fourth round guys so um yeah donovan west legit
0: center dope okay donovan west yeah. all right here we go we got one more on here for darian mathis can you talk about for Darian Mathis?
1: For Darian Mathis, is, is, he's just a good defense tackle. Uh, but that, I think it's somebody they're going to like, though. You know, because once again, he went to Alabama, right? You know, those right. NFL schemes, right? It's just big school, top competition, those type of things. Uh, those things are really important to these guys. And so they're going to be looking at for Dar- for, uh, for Darian Mathis, right? Um, I think he's a good player, though. He's a good player. I think he's going to be steady. He's gonna be uh, do his job. I don't, I don't know if he's ever gonna be like a superstar, but you know he's gonna come in and he's gonna be a good player. Uh, he has some really good tape in the national championship game. His tape is really good. Uh, he had a really good game that game. So I mean, you could talk about maybe it's you know he's a big time player, step it up in a big game, talk about those type of things. But that's things they're gonna like. So I mean, he's somebody that they you know I wouldn't take him at eighty six. You know, I wouldn't do it. But he has you know he has the pedigree that. They're gonna yeah. like they're gonna like his pedigree and his probably demeanor and you know, his what do what did they say, Dave Seeler said, low maintenance players. He's that's what Fidarian Math says. Low maintenance player, but you know, he just isn't you know he doesn't do anything great. So that's kinda of my thing. Okay. All right, all right,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. Um,
1: de- but- defense, defense, tech class, like, like we literally have like, the, like my top five defensive tackle list on this list is like third round, <laughs>
0: We're in the fourth round, is a third rounder, right? That's funny. All right, all right. So I got two corners up here: Cam Taylor, mm-hmm. Britt, and Damari Mathis. Um, you know, I think first of all, these guys fit the profile of the player that Patrick Graham has or is really is looking for so far mm. when you, when you go through all of the top 30 visits, they're all like guys who are like around 5'11, 185 pounds. You know, he wants guys who can really move. He values guys who can move really well. Um, and he wants, and he wants to be able to like coach him up. So he gets a lot of these like late round corners, you know what I'm saying? And, and coaches mm. him up, um, to, not always to the greatest greatest success necessarily so maybe he breaks away from that a little bit and uh starts getting some bigger corners like maybe Ziegler is going to talk him into that but those two guys tomorrow mathis cam taylor britt you know i've seen some really great fluidity um in their film their ability to change directions is really good Um, and i think that they both can play man coverage so all of, for all of those reasons, I have them up high, and I think that it fits kind of the profile of corner. That you know, when I'm going through all the names of the corners, some of these guys are way too small. Some of these guys are uh, from small schools. You know, um, Cam Taylor Britt being from Nebraska, DeMar Mathis from Pitt. You know, we're seeing uh, power five guys here, um, and also that kind of fit the profile what Patrick Graham has has drafted. So that's why I'm, that's why I got those guys up there. All right. Um, all right. Next, uh, next I, one. I, I just want to say, I, I, yeah, I love mathis. You know, I think mathis is just. A I know, yeah, I know you like mathis, yeah. yeah. I, I, like <laughs> I, I don't even
1: know if his technique though. is good. I don't know. I know he's a dog, though. I know. I know he's not going to give up. I know that.
0: There you go.
1: <laughs> um, so you got these uh, last right.
0: three here. You got these last three here, uh, Marcus.
1: Okay, so uh, eighteen. Uh, this is another guy I think they're going to be higher on than I would be. Uh, Zemir White, more pedigree. He's he has the same profile as No Moreno Marino and Josh Jacobs and every single running back Josh McDaniels has had. And he's basically he was Harris at Georgia. Like he didn't catch the ball or anything like that. They didn't throw him the ball through the ball at cook. So uh right. everything with the James Cook, it didn't go to White. So I think White really fits their profile that they want. I really feel like they they would really like him. And you know, in the fourth round. Is somewhere that you know I, I wouldn't do it because I just don't like you know. It's, there's his tape is just not like it, it's good running back tape, and you know, I'm not I'm not gonna say that he might not be a good running back because he could be in the NFL, but I don't know. I just I, I, just, I don't see him as being super explosive, but I, I do think they're gonna be higher on him than than I am, honestly. They like they so. like
0: battering Rams. They like guys yeah. who can carry the rock twenty five thirty times, right?
1: Yeah. So um, that's that's kind of my uh, kind of, like, shocker. Like, people are going to be like, Zamir White in the fourth round. Like, I think th- that can happen. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think that could really happen. Isaiah Likely. Yes, Isaiah Likely. Um, I did a breakdown of him. I, I put that oh, bad boy up in the member section, too. Uh, that dude can block. I'll tell you that. Um, he can damn block. That's probably the best blocking tight end in, in the draft is Isaiah Likely. He would fit the whole need of even with you know Jelani Woods. I put Jelani Woods higher because obviously Jelani Woods has is, is more upside as a pass catcher. Like Jelani Woods could probably be, he's, he has a chance to be like a number one one ten in a team. Like or like maybe he's like a main guy, and you know people like him in fantasy and stuff like that. He's that type of player. I think Isaiah Likely just a little too slow for me. He, he runs a four eight. You know, doesn't look very explosive on tape, but he can block. And he can make dudes miss in space. Like he is very hard to tackle in space. And he has a lot of wiggle, a lot of um elusiveness that you really don't see from tight ends too much. Um like he's literally like a slower junior Johnny Smith. I mean, it's really what he is. He's a slow Johnny Smith. So, and you know, they for some reason they thought Johnny Smith could block. I don't know, I don't know. Somebody Mike Verber lied to them, like was trolling them or something. They just I don't know what that that plan was. I don't know why they thought he's why he was a blocking tight end and Hunter Henry. I don't know what that was that I don't know that thought process. So, that, but that's what they do. They like that. They like to have a blocking tight end. Yeah, and they really don't have one on the roster. Frost and Rome might get a shot, but you know they, that's why I think like Isaiah Likely might be a player that they take at uh, hopefully not at eighty six. Hopefully, <laughs> that's. I don't want to say likely 86. The fourth round. This is the fourth round. Fourth round. Uh, hopefully, fifth. Because uh, his, his athletic profile is not very good. Right. And then, of course, you know, uh, I with Carson Strong. I probably should have went EJ Perry here. I'm not going to lie. and then think about it, that's probably the only
0: thing I would Cor- change. Okay. EJ Perry, Carson Strong. We're talking about quarterbacks here. Yeah. EJ Perry being a, a very small school Ivy League quarterback over. So, what do you think? What's the thought process there?
1: I mean, can I tell the truth, or should I? <laughs> <laughs> I like HJ Perry too much, man. I can't. I can't even lie. I'm like, man. He's like the ultimate development. Like you have a cannon, you're accurate. You have great mechanics, and you're a small school guy who needs development. It's like just easy right. development guy. Carson Strong is kind of the same way, but, but Carson Strong though, um, his knee is just is it is his knee dead? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you don't watch his tape. Like, he looks like his knee, like his knee is bad. So that's the thing with him. But that's why I know he's going to fall. Like, so that's why I know he's going to be like in the fifth round. Because that knee is bad, man. It's even bad on tape. It's hard to watch kind of how slow he moves with how talented his arm is and stuff like that. You like, you see the arm talent and it's still there. But, you know, that knee is, man, it's pretty bad. And that's probably why we're not even hearing him getting first round talk at all. Because he has a cannon. And, you know, he has good pocket mobility and a lot of things that you would like. But I bet those medicals are not good. The medicals but are
0: concerned.
1: They're probably coming back
0: really bad. So that's why I think he's going to fall. And, uh, yeah. All right. Someone, uh, someone, I, real quick, someone said EJ Perry got all the hype right now. I think that that was because of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. That's because of him. Because he's
1: they watch. They put the tape on. They got all twenty two. So it might be even better than I think. So yeah. <laughs>
0: just, uh, a couple questions here before we get out of here. Yeah. Um, someone said, "Wait, what about Darren Beavers? Darren Beavers was up there for us for sure. Just got didn't make the top twenty cut, but yeah, he's a scheme fit. I think he's gonna that, be target. That damn quarterback
1: price. value. That damn quarterback value. QB yeah. value,
0: right? <laughs> uh, someone said, I "Just want to shout out to Big SCD again. He said Pierce at eighty six is a home run. I, I probably agree with that." And then um, someone else said, Marcus Jones, not a good value. U- UDC, not not a good value at 86. Marcus Jones, I agree with you on that. I hope that he's not one of the targets. At least oh, man. I'm going to text 66. you if they take Marcus Jones at 86. Hey, how you doing? You right man? No. I'm, I mean, I'll go back through it. I just hope they don't take any um, – like EJ Perry would be a nightmare for you because how are you going to track that all 22 down? You know it would I that's that's my biggest fear is they draft someone that I, where there's no way I can get the all twenty-two, you know, like the Montana state linebacker. Like what would you do in that situation? You know, so I'm hoping that whoever they draft, there's a copious amount of film so I could do a lot of breakdowns for you guys. That's that's my only yeah. Experience. Um anything else before we get out of here, bro? Uh
1: not, not really, nothing else. I mean, I really uh, thought that was, that looked good. I mean, pretty good. I mean, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see if we get him right. That'd be interesting, bro. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, the running backs was is the, the easy one. I, I, he, the dude has the most easiest running back profile. It's like the easiest thing to figure out. <laughs> really, the same height and the same weight for every running back. Really, <laughs> the same I believe. Pretty, pretty easy. I was like, okay, so the, and yeah. I found those guys? And they're yeah, those are the best ones. So, because right. I, that's one thing I really think they're gonna do. They're gonna take a running back. I think they're gonna try to take a running back, and I think they are gonna take some kind of offensive lineman, and they're gonna take yes, some player have
0: that. We don't have, We're not even thinking about because he's just there. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So tune in. You know, um, we'll see about. Um, our schedule for draft day. If the Raiders trade into day one, we would have an emergency pod, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but other than that, you know, uh, we're going to sit probably sit back, uh, let day one unfold, and then, you know, catch up with you guys on day two. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for all the content that we're going to post uh, for our premium subscribers as well. we got some more content in the pipeline for you coming down there. And that's it, Raider Nation. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Myself at BD Williams eighteen, Marcus at the Mark John NFL. Tell your friends about the Tape Don't Live Raiders Film Channel. I'll let you. Peace.